0: Good morning everybody and a very warm welcome to Hillhead at the Grosvenor. We're going to begin our worship by singing the first hymn on the sheet, Lord of our growing years. So we're going to come to God now in prayer, and I'm going to lead us in a short prayer with some spaces of silence to um, think what it is we would like to say to God ourselves. And after that, we will join together in saying the Lord's Prayer, and as is our custom and practice here, you're invited to do that in your heart language, the first language you know, and uh, in whichever form you like. And by the wonder of the grace of the Holy Spirit, we always get to the end at the same time. It's just one of those amazing things. So let's pray. God of all creation, on this Sunday morning, it is good to gather together, in the name of Jesus, with people we know and with visitors, all with one aim, to worship you. As we come to worship, we take a few moments of quiet to think of the things that have made us really happy this week. Precious moments when we have laughed, moments of achievement, Anything that has made us feel good. And then we take a moment or two to think about things that have made us feel sad or disappointed. Not just the big things we hear about on the news but the things in our own lives where perhaps we didn't behave as we wish we had, (coughs) didn't speak as we felt we should have when we thought about it afterwards. Things we want to say sorry to you for, and we name those in our hearts. We thank you that you will always forgive us, will always give us yet another chance as many times as we need it, and that your love for us never fails and never grows less. So as we come to you this morning, we join our voices with those of others in all times and places as we say the words Jesus taught his followers. Our Father, who art in heaven amen A quiz this morning. <coughs> I'm going to have to project because, of course, I just saw the laptop. That's okay. That one. I'm sure that one will pick it up for the recording. It's a Bible quiz about children in the Bible, and it's a Who Am I quiz. So, for each person, I will give you up to three clues. Well, I'll give you all the clues, but you have up to three clues to guess who it is. Okay. So here's the first one. My parents were very old and had no children before I was born. Sorry? Esau? Samuel? Let's see, shall we? John the Baptist. John the Baptist, okay. Well, maybe we need some more information. Every year, my mother would make me a new robe. Samuel, Joseph, Joseph. okay so still not quite sure are we? One night when I was a young man I was woken up by a voice in the night. Samuel, yeah. Samuel's parents were very old before he was born. Every year his mum would take him a new robe because he lived in the temple and one night, well in the the tent of the temple anyway, uh, one night when he was a young man he got woken up by a voice that turned out to be the voice of God. Okay, number two. I was born in Egypt. Who was Okay. I liked to play the tambourine and to dance. So David from the back, any other thoughts? My baby brother grew up to be the leader of our people. Yeah, it's Miriam. Yeah, Miriam, Moses' big sister. She was born in Egypt, just as he was. She liked to play the tambourine and dance, because we told she did that when she was grown up, and her baby brother was Moses. Okay. This one might be a bit more tricky, but I have preached a sermon that had this person in it. Here. Not here, here, but in our church. I was orphaned at the age of five when my father and grandfather died. Okay. An, I have preached on it. Trust, trust me. Due to an accident, my legs were injured, and I was left disabled. The king, who had been a friend of my father's, was kind to me. It, it's all right. It, even if the theologians are looking worried, it's great. <laughs> okay. That was Mephibosheth. <laughs> <laughs> who I have who I have preached on uh, on the topic of grace and with David David was the king who was kind to him. Okay, next one. I lived in Syria. I worked as a servant for a wealthy woman whose husband was ill. Somebody over there. I suggested they went to Elisha the prophet who told them how the man will be healed. Yeah, Naaman's wife's mate. I like her because she's just so low, isn't she? She's not, you know, she's the maid of the wife, not even the maid of the man. Okay, another one. I lived in Troas. Um. <laughs> That's a good response. <laughs> That's
1: amazing.
0: One night, I fell asleep listening to a very long sermon and fell out of a window. Oh, The Apostle Paul carried me back upstairs and then we had something to eat. That's really interesting because this was a story I heard loads of times when I was in my early teens. Eutychus, who who was uh, listening to Paul preach and it was clearly a boring sermon and he fell out the window. Okay, next one. Along with my three friends, I was taken to live in Babylon. Daniel, Daniel. okay, let's see. I became a vegetarian and drank only water. When I was an old man, I was thrown to the lions and survived. It was Daniel, yeah. Some people think he was thrown to the lions when he was a boy, but he wasn't. He was a very old man. Two more. My name in Hebrew is Hadassah. Which means myrtle. As a young woman, I married a king who wasn't very wise. Esther. <laughs> well done, there. yeah, good Wendy. I bravely spoke up for my people before the king. Yeah, so Esther. Last one. My father was an important man in our local synagogue. When I was twelve years old I became very ill and my father sent for Jesus. Rebecca? Sorry? Rebecca. Rebecca? Mm -hmm. So Rebecca's in the Old Testament. That's okay. Um, Jesus made me well and told my parents to give me some food. That's Jairus' daughter. Yeah. In well, school, we were told that it was Rebecca, so I'm blaming my primary school on that one. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, things. I, I, got, I got something wrong last time. It's a Katrina thing, isn't it? You have to get something wrong in a quiz that you should know. Mm-hmm. So, so, well done with that. It's quite tricky, isn't it? But what it reminds us is there are lots of stories in the Bible of people who either were children in, when the stories occurred or part of way through the story. A lot of them don't have names, and even the ones that do, we don't know very much about them. But they're all good stories for us to think about. So we're going to sing a real golden oldie now. Um, God has given us a book full of stories. And if you're able, you're invited to stand as we sing.
2: In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting his child. While they were there, a time came for her to deliver her child, and She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn.
3: The time came for Mary and Joseph to do what the law of Moses taught about being made pure. They took Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. It is written in the law... of lord give every firstborn male to the lord mary and joseph also went to offer a sacrifice as the law of the lord says you must sacrifice two doves or two young pigeons a man named simeon lived in jerusalem he was a good man and very religious he was waiting for the time when god would help israel the holy spirit was in him The Holy Spirit told Simeon that he would not die before he saw the the Christ promised by the Lord. The Spirit led Simeon to the temple. Mary and Joseph brought the baby Jesus to the temple to do what the law said they must do. Then Simeon took the baby in his arms and thanked God. Anna, a prophetess, was there at the temple. She was from the family of Phanuel in the tribe of Asher. Anna was very old. She had once been married for seven years, then her husband died and she lived alone. She was now 84 years old. Anna never left the temple. She worshipped God by going without food and praying day and night. She was standing there at that time, thanking God. She talked about Jesus to all who were waiting for God to free, to free Jerusalem.
4: Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover feast. When Jesus was 12 years old, they went to the feast as they always did. When the feast days were over, they went home boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Joseph and Mary travelled for a whole day. They thought that Jesus was with them in the group. Then they began to look for him among the family and friends. They did not find him, so they went back to Jerusalem to look for him there. After three days, they found him. Jesus was sitting in the temple with all the religious religious leaders, listening to him and asking him questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and wise answers. When Jesus' parents saw him, they were amazed. His mother said to him, Son, why do you do this to us? Your father and I were very worried about you. We have been looking for you. Jesus asked, Why did you have to look for me? You should have known that I must be where my father's work is. They did not understand the meaning of what he said. Jesus went with them to Nazareth and obeyed them. His mother was still thinking about all that had happened. Jesus continued to learn more and more and, th- and to grow physically. People like the money, please God.
2: Crowds of people came to be baptised by John. When all the people were being baptised by John, Jesus also was baptised. While Jesus was praying, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit came down on him. The Spirit was in the form of a dove. Then a voice came from heaven and said, you are my son and I love you. I am very pleased with you. When Jesus began to teach, he was about 30 years old.
0: Thank you for bringing us those stories. So brilliant reading, really, really good. Thank you. We're going to sing now a bit more of the story of Jesus in one of the Sunday school favourite hymns, who spoke words of wisdom and life. message to Timothy you are young but do not let anyone treat you as if you were not important be an example to show the believers how they should live show them with your words with the way you live with your love with your faith and with your pure life Continue to read the scriptures to people. Strengthen them and teach them. Do these things until I come. Remember to use the gift that you have. The gift that was given to you through a prophecy when a group of elders laid their hands on you. Continue to do those things. Give your life to them. Then everyone can see that your work is progressing. Today we reach the end of the Sunday school year and the people who run our Sunday school and the people who participate in our Sunday school are going to have a very well-earned rest for a couple of months. But as we reach this point, it seemed good to remind ourselves what we can learn from the story of Jesus as a child and a young adult in what we glimpse in Luke's Gospel. And perhaps there's something in there that can encourage our children and young people and also speak to all of us, whatever age we are. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who can remember a time when somebody has brought a baby for blessing into our church? Who can remember a baby being blessed in our church? Yeah, okay. And who, can you tell me who they were? Bonnie. Bonnie. Yeah. Esther. Owen. Owen. David, Freya, yeah, Sarah, yeah, you, <laughs> right, okay. Leo and Daly, yep, yeah. Were you dedicated here? No. Okay. <laughs> Neither was I. So it, it's just the way of things, Katrina. That's just how it is. So we welcome babies and sometimes young children. I think we did Aidan, didn't we? You were, yeah, You were dedicated. Did it? Yeah. Ailey was and now David has and I think Aidan we did didn't I, I, I remember I remember Aiden. doing Aidan Carl was before I came but I yep. remember doing Aidan because he was quite big and we had to work out <laughs> that he might run away but you didn't you were a star my service?
1: Yeah.
0: it was yeah gosh well remembered um, so Jesus was taken by his parents as a baby to the temple in Jerusalem and the dedication they did was a bit different from the dedication we do. It, there were lots of very strict rituals that they had to do as part of the Jewish belief. But this was when you brought your child and then symbolically they were incorporated into the Jewish race through the, Mosa- the covenant of Moses. So it's a really good beginning what Jesus' parents did. And when we bring our children for dedication and when we make those promises it's a really good beginning and then we kind of hand over our children first to the creche and then to the Sunday school don't we so what I want to do today is to say a big thank you to those who organized the creche those who organized Sunday school because I know you work behind the scenes and I know a lot of parents help with the creche as well as, well as, as other stuff so I really want to say thank you for that but I want to ask the rest of us a question. How much do we actually know of what goes on out there? Well, we're in here. What do we really know about our children? And what is it that we can do to help our children and our young adults to know that we appreciate them and value them? We all make a good beginning when we make those promises, but it is just a beginning. Okay, my next question is for the grown-ups particularly the grown-ups my age and older. Can you remember your coming of age? Do you even know what it is? Because anybody much younger than me probably hasn't got a clue what it is other than a kind of film which is about something totally different. Okay, who can remember their 21st birthday? When 21 was when you became an adult. Who can remember that one? Yeah, it was still kind of that way when I was. Um, 18th birthday is when you became an adult. Yeah, And it's a strange thing, isn't it, when you become 18? Because suddenly you are an adult and and you've got all this freedom to do things, but you've also got a lot of responsibility. And it's a kind of transition, Mark. What happened when Jesus went to the temple around the age of 12? was a transition in his life. In Jewish tradition to this day, then it was boys, but now it's boys and girls. Do something very similar to what some Christian churches do, as a a confirmation at that sort of age. Where in in Jewish tradition you have a bar mitzvah if you're a boy or a bat mitzvah if you're a girl, where you learn a passage of the scriptures and you recite them, and this is your transition into kind of a full member of of the synagogue. Um, But it's also a sign that you are an adult technically you're an adult and Jesus would have been seen as an adult at the age of 12 so in those days at 12 you'd have gone out to work there wouldn't have been school there wouldn't have been play so it's a bit different but also I don't know about anybody else here who's been around about 12-ish or a bit older it's kind of the age when you start to go oh not doing that and you question your mum and dad yeah well here's the thing so did Jesus I really love this story because it says Jesus was a proper stroppy teenager who caused his parents angst. So don't panic if your parents tell you off because Jesus' parents did too. But this transition is something that's really important for us to think about because teen years are a kind of testing time. You begin to think about ideas. You begin to decide for yourself if you want to be part of this thing called church. And somewhere between the ages of sort of 12-ish and 18, you might sort of think, actually, I'm not sure that Sunday school's for me anymore, maybe churches. Some people might do that earlier, some people might do that later, and that's fine. But what I want to do today is to honour those of our young adults who've made that transition. And Katrina was one. Um, Bethany has done it, and Leo has done it. Um, At different ages and stages, and that's fine. There's not a right or wrong answer. So it's thanks to Sunday school over many, many years that they've been nurtured to a stage where they want to be part of our church long term. But there comes a challenge, of course, for me and for all of us, because we've got to keep looking after our young adults. So Jesus went back to his parents at the age of 12, and we hear nothing more until he was 30. Now, 30 in those days was pretty well middle-aged, if not kind of getting old a bit, really. And what happened to Jesus at that age? Can you remember? Going through our story. He was about 30 when he was baptised. So Jesus, in his baptism, at the age of 30, chose to identify with the ordinary people. Which is sort of the opposite of what we do in baptism when we choose to identify ourselves with Jesus and for Baptists that is usually done something you do by well, it's always something you do by choice but it may be something you do at any age I think I was about 34 uh, more like you were early 40s <laughs> um, I, the oldest person I've baptized was 72 so there is no age for this it's something you can do at any age or stage when you feel it's the right thing for you and some people will choose to come into membership to covenant with us as well. And it's re- been a real joy for me this year to have Emma and Lena and Marit covenant with us. These are young adults with lots of, lots of energy. And, and Yes, you're young, Lena. You are. Um, <laughs> lots, of, lots of energy and ideas, and it's great. And so as a, as a church, again, we want to affirm you and to say, yep, yeah, you know, you've got stuff to offer to us and we need to listen to you and learn from you as well. But the last thing... The reading that I said was one I first heard when I was about 14, 15. And I was at a girls' brigade parade in Northampton. And it was a very hot day in the summer. And we had scratchy hats and blazers and ties and stuff on. But I remember to this day what the minister said. Because he read to us from the King James Version. It was, let no man despise thy youth. Or what we have in the translation we had You're young, but don't let anyone treat you as if you were not important. And that's what I want to say to our children, our young people, our younger adults, and indeed to those of us who are not so young, but particularly to our young people. Don't let anybody look down on you because you're young. Don't think you're unimportant because you're young, because you're not. Every single person here has got gifts that we can enjoy sharing in the service of God. And I want to thank those who've shared with us their musical gifts, their reading gifts. I know there's some prayer gifts going to be shared in a a few minutes. It's just brilliant, and we want to celebrate that and thank you for it this morning. That's enough talking from me. Um, So we're going to sing again, uh, again, one of our fun songs that just recognises that. I am the church, you are the church.
5: children have been looking at a few times this year because it helps us think about how we feel different days and we feel lots of different things and sometimes we know why we feel happy or why we feel sad and sometimes we don't know and we just need to, that's okay, we just feel these things. So this is called The Feelings Book. You're going to help me, Bonnie. Sometimes I feel silly. Sometimes I feel scared. Sometimes I feel like standing on my head. Sometimes I feel like reading a book under the covers. Sometimes I feel lonely.
6: Yeah, the fish
5: does. He looks sad and lonely, doesn't he? He's all on his own. Sometimes I feel like celebrating my birthday, even though it's not today. Sometimes... It's your favourite one, isn't it, Bonnie? Sometimes I feel brave. Sometimes I feel lo- like looking out the window all day. Sometimes does everyone let everyone see it, darling. Sometimes I feel like dancing. Sometimes I feel like holding hands with a friend. Sometimes I feel like making mud pies. Sometimes I feel like I have a tummy ache. Sometimes I feel cranky. Sometimes I feel like staying in the bath all day. Sometimes I feel like camping with my dog. Sometimes I feel like crying. Sometimes I feel like trying something new. He's taking his dog for a walk on his skateboard. Sometimes I feel like yelling really loud. Sometimes I feel like eating pizza for breakfast. Sometimes I feel like dressing up. Sometimes I feel like kissing a sea lion. <laughs> no matter how you feel, don't keep your feelings to yourself. Share them with someone you love. Okay.
7: So, this is also the time of year when the church likes to give you a gift, likes to give you a present of a book. So, I've got a book for everybody here. Yeah, and Sage, it's lovely to have you with us. I'm sorry I have a book for you today, but we're really glad to have you. And we were really glad to have you as part of our service last year. Do you remember the film that we made? So we really enjoyed doing that. So I'm going to pass out a book that's not for you, and you've got to stand up, tell me who it's for, and give it to that person, okay? These books are difficult because they don't stay inside them.
6: This is for Fergus. Let
7: help me tell you that one's for. This one's for Aiden. Do you want to give that to Aiden? Can to <laughs> okay, I'll give it to Aiden.
5: Thank you. Okay,
7: have a look and see. for free. Yeah. For free huh?
2: help Lewis give
7: that one? That one's for Bonnie. Dorie, are you going to give me that one? That one's for Lewis. <laughs> Who's this one Okay, it's for Rory. Freya, will you help Esther find out who that one's for, please? Okay, that one's for Sarah. And we've got some more books here. We've got one for David. Who's going to run up and give that one to David? Freya, can you turn that to David?
6: And we've got one for Owen. Do
7: you want, Aiden? Do you want to give that to Aileen? Owen's not there. And we've got one for Carl, who's not very well today. Uh, Rory, do you want to give that up to Andrew to give to Carl? Thank you very much. Now Freya's going to lead us in a prayer that the Sunday School have all written together. Sunday School, why don't you stay here for the prayer, yeah? Yeah,
4: we should
6: This is a prayer that's been written by everybody in the Sunday School. Let us pray. Thank you, God, that you love us and care for us no matter how we are feeling. You love us when we're laughing, watching you've been framed or things on the internet. But you also love us when we get angry and upset, when we fall out with others in our family, or people at school annoy us. You are with us when we feel loved, when we get hugs from our mums, when we cuddle up with our stuffed animals. When we're going off to sleep, or when we have fun with our friends. And when we're crying because we've hurt ourselves, or we're chopping onions, or we're finding something difficult. You love us when we feel really happy, when a cat comes into our house, or when a dog rubs its nose up against us, or when we find out something exciting that we can look forward to. And you love us when we feel sad, when we fall out with our brothers or when we miss a penalty at football. You are with us when we feel brave, ready to jump off a cliff into the sea in Majorca. And you are also with us when we feel scared of heights or depths or when we're somewhere we've never been before. This summer, there's much uncertainty in the world and many of us are facing changes. Body is starting school for the first time. Sarah is going to secondary school. Many of us will have new teachers and face new challenges. Sometimes we will feel brave. Other times we may feel nervous and unsure. Help us, God, to know that you are with us and feel love no matter how we are feeling. Amen.
5: (coughs) one of the things that we made last week that we thought we would get everyone to help make today was a little aid to help us pray. And there were helicopters. Now I'm going to ask, Lewis was really, really good at this. I know how to do this. Do you know how to do this? Yeah? I how do this. Yeah? 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 Would well, you want to come and... you? Can, We'll have a demonstration. And do you want to try as well, Lewis Because you were really good at this. And maybe you could struggling to get into this. So we're going to get one of these. And we pull one back like that and one back like that. And we need to get <laughs> if we can find someone in the congregation that can help us get into the paper clips. <laughs> we put a little paper clip on it and you maybe stand on a chair and you drop it and it should spin spin round and so you've got time to pray while that's going on because sometimes you don't need to pray for very long you just need to take a little moment and what we thought we would do what we did last week in sunday school is we wrote the names of some of our friends and people in Sunday school and also some of the people who used to meet with us in Sunday school who aren't here anymore and that we think about a lot so we wrote their names on it so do you want to have a go at that one Steve? and do you want to try this one if you just pop it at the bottom just pop it at the bottom like that and if we maybe get another chair over a lane we'll have a demonstration of how this works so Louis, do you want to stand up on that one can you stand up on this one? Right, stand up. And let them go. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I
1: think they're
5: a bit too heavy. Oh, well, we'll see. We kind of got them going, working well last week. So maybe some of the engineers within Fundy School will be able to help.
4: So. Could you use some straws
5: and paper to make a little Well maybe that could be a challenge to take it home and if it's not working that well just now then it maybe it's working better. Now I'm not sure I've got quite enough for everyone, so if you are sitting beside someone who you go home with and maybe share one, so would you like to hand some of those out? And Sarah, could you hand some of those out this side? Remember the choir up here as well? How's that, about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Maybe you just need to practice a few times. Um <coughs> Laurie, could you maybe start at the back and hand some of these out at the back? And mm-hmm. Aiden over here. And. so you need a paper clip for every helicopter Sarah
6: Sarah, could
5: you and then I'm going to hand some pens round and I want you to you might want to just write the name of some of our Sunday school you might want to write the name of another young person you know what I've been thinking about a lot over the last few days as I'm sure lots of you have about all the, the children who have been so terribly affected by the fire in the flats in London who have nowhere to live who have lost family members and Sarah's giving out the paper clips. So I thought we might want to think about them as well this morning and write their names. Ah, I'm standing here with the pens. I need to <laughs> So can you have some pens out? And then we'll have a go. I won't make you all stand up. I think Seconds thinking about the people whose names you've written on this. We give them to you, Lord. So we take up our offering.
0: community creator, redeemer and sustainer we thank you that you have shared with us in this act of worship and that you have been equally present with those who we have left at home or who are on holiday or who are unwell and so as we go from this moment we do so in confidence knowing that you walk with us every step of the way, every day, now and always.